Roger. Yeah, I think it's pulling the wrong one. I'm just... Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Okay. Yeah, what? Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. Extractor, Mr. DJ, Daddy's big red truck, pulling into the car wash to get washed off good and clean so Mama don't get mad about the dirty truck. Daddy's here with Connor. Sad out. He's just my Connor, my son. Well, out. I'm fucking sucking up, God, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna shoot out my eyes, I can't see, I'm a fucking blind Hey, 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 Connor, what's up? Welcome. Hey, great to, great to be here. How do you feel? So nervous. Okay, well, what would make you not, would it make you more nervous or less nervous if you sounded like this? Let's talk now, say something. I'm so nervous. So now you sound like yourself, right? So you can just pretend you're someone else. Yeah, but I... <laughs> See, we'll both sound like this. We'll both be like little little chubas, little choo-choos. I feel like my voice is so whiny anyways. Well, now it just sounds like it's something else completely because it sounds like you're like a little, a little choo-choo. I know. It's kind of, kind of fun. Kind of a little freaky fun? Is this how it's going to sound on the podcast? Yeah, it'll sound like this on the podcast. Perfect. Once we start recording. We haven't started recording yet. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? <laughs> Check it out. Is this cool or what? Yeah, I like this the best. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Live to Take. My Live to Take. Yeah, listen to Take to Live. Listen to Live to Take with Johnny Pemberton. I guess it's Connor McVicker. How do you spell your name, boy? C O N N E R. Yeah, last name M C V I C K. Last name M C V N C K. T K. Teehee? That's the sound you make when you have canker sores. Do you have canker sores? No. Oh. But my roommate does. Really? Which one? Daniel. What happened? Why does he get them? Stress? I don't know, but he's just going. That's weird. I don't think he And I always sign. say, Thank you for calling Replacements Limited. If you would like to place an order mm -hmm. or inquire about a pattern, please press 1. So, if, you have, if you are already on file with us, please enter your customer number or your telephone number with your accent, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't have a to ensure quality. Your call may be monitored or recorded. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and do both, suckers? Is this a real phone call? I don't know. Is it? Thank you for calling replacements. This is Gary. How may I help you? Hey, Gary. This is Kevin over at Downstown. <laughs> Okay. Hey, I'm with my friend Connor. We're just trying to figure out. Um, we're trying to get something started here. I wanted to know if you could help us with just the initial process. 
Okay, what are you trying to do? We're looking for some replacements for downtown. Uh, it's a shipping service that we run through Oroban. Okay. Yeah. How about you? This, I'm not understanding what you're trying to find. I'm We're sorry. just trying to find replacements. Okay. You want to find our location? No, find replacements. Okay. This is... We sell China Crystal Collectible Flatware. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. We're looking for some China... Uh, to do to I'm sorry. Just ironic that the name of your business is the same as what, the action that we're trying to achieve. Okay, and yeah. what pattern are you looking for? Probably something in uh, Thorsby or Mother Nature or um, what's the classic one? I mean, Spode is always good for us. Um, Dutch, okay, how about Dutch Master or Dutch Service? We have many, many thousands of patterns. Right, those are the ones I'm looking for, though. Spoke Dutch Master. Yeah, or Candle Kiss. Just a moment. Thank you. Okay, can you hear you? No Dutch Master. Okay, got it. Candle Kiss. Spode. Spode. Uh, let's see. Sounds like there's a windy day over there. Is that wind? No, it's my fan. Oh, fan. Okay, well, that's a form of wind, isn't it? Uh-huh. I don't have anything in Spode under candle. Damn. Okay. Well, huh, is there something similar what to that? What you can do, go on our website. Okay. www.replacements.com. No, Replacements.com. No www. Nope. And in uh -huh. the gray search bar, put in what you're looking for and see what comes up. Are y'all in Knoxville? We're in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, I've been there before. Great New Brunswick still. Okay. That's where Fantasia Barino is from. Did you know uh, that? Yes, I do. Yeah, she's sort of a local celebrity there, isn't she? I guess. Yeah, not so much anymore. Okay. Yeah. Anything else we can put you on file for today? Well, I'm just, uh, I'm just, if, if you got a suggestion, something that would work for like a Christmas pattern that would be not super Christmas tree like. We've got thousands. Yeah, what about, what, what do you got in the hundreds? Same thing. I mean, we've got many, many Christmas patterns. You'd have to go on our yeah. website and pull them up and just scroll through. I know. I just something where it's like, I can't, I have trouble making decisions. Connor, what do you think, Connor? Uh, okay. So just do that and give us a call back, okay? Okay. What kind of fan you got running there? Just a regular fan. Well, like okay. A, anything else? Is it a box fan or is it like something more directional? No, sir. Is there anything else we can help you with? Well, I, that's what I was asking. Is it a box fan or is it something more directional? No, sir. That's neither here nor there. Oh, so it's not a fan. Okay. All right. You have a good day, sir. You have a great, you have a better day. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, uh, that guy didn't want to have anything to do with us, did he, Connor? What kind of business was it? It was some sort of something, some number someone gave me. It's like called replacements. They sell one-off replacements for discontinued dinnerware. Plates and bowls. Plates and bowls and big old bowls. Coming downtown because your daddy knows. We're going to go kick off all of our shoes and live a life where we don't get abused because we're good little boys. And we live underground.
I never play with toys made of dirt. <laughs> see, see, you can be like a little munchkin boy now. Hi, munchkin boy. Hey, hey, you got any? Hey, mister, you got any cigars I can smoke? You fucking piece of shit. Connor. Connor, tell me stuff. I'm sorry, I'm just so shy. Don't be shy. I thought I warmed you up in the car right over here, you dumbass. I'm so, sh- <laughs> so shy, so nervous. I don't know what to do with my hands. Well, it doesn't matter. We're on a recording and it's like, it's totally... Talk about your work on Vice Principals. Tell me how you became involved with that. Talk about the show. Talk about the people you worked with. It's, I heard Danny McBride is super nice. I know, that's so silly. Those are your least favorite things to talk about. <laughs> how do you know? Because you hate talking about work. I hate talking about work. Doesn't mean you hate talking about work. I only like talking about work with people that like talking about work. I like talking about work. I like talking about work that's specific, not just like, what was Jonah Hill like? Is he like a dick? Is Jonah Hill a dick? I heard he's a dick. <laughs> no, he's not a dick. He's only a dick to you, you stupid, uh, you stupid. Can we talk about uh, Young Hollywood? Talk about, yeah, let's talk about Young Hollywood, okay? Let's, get, let's talk about Young Hollywood now. <laughs> My guest is uh, Jim Devo. Uh, just, we just, that's not his real name. We'll just call him Jim D. And Jim D is a member of Young Hollywood. He's been able to infiltrate the group and... You can talk a bit about these supposed pedophile rings that are operating inside of Hollywood. Uh, Jim, you want to go ahead and uh, speak on that, please? Am I Jim? You're, you're Jim. <laughs> Hi, Jim D. This is my guest is Jim D. Uh, he's a Hollywood insider and knows a lot about the, the rings and how they operate and said such. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, I'm just so bad at this. No, I just want to hear about Young Hollywood, like from you. Uh, you don't have to be Jim D. You can be yourself. Young Hollywood. Talk about Young Hollywood. My favorite thing to read about. Didn't you meet Jesse Plemons at a party recently? <laughs> Maybe sorry, not recently, but like the past six months. <laughs> Jesse Plemons. I'm a, Jesse. I'm a big fan. Love your work. I really do. I do too, especially in the master. The problem um, with Jesse Plemons is. I'm like, dude, how did you do it? <laughs> how did you do it? How did you do it, dude? How did you do it without a major agent in Hollywood? Still at Talent Works? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> wow, see, this is some this is some shit I'm talking about here, dude. I don't even know what that. I've never heard of Talent Works, and I've never heard. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Talent Works is a, a small to mid sized boutique agency in the Valley. So it's a boutique agency, it's not even like a third tier agency. Uh, I think it's small but good. Top three, <laughs> top, what are the top three agencies, Connor? I don't know. C-A-A. I guess it fluctuates. C A U T A and WME. WME. WME, Let's talk agents, baby. What second tier agencies talk? ICM, Gersh, and. Paradigm. <laughs> but, okay, third tier agencies go. Wait, where does APA come to place? APA is probably second tier, actually. APA is probably second tier. Um, anyone listening, kind of call in, please, and let us know about what tier your agency is at. <laughs> uh, listeners, you're listening to the, this podcast. I'm trying to retool this podcast a bit. I'm fucking sick of the format, as usual. Can, can we still talk sick about... Sick of myself, wanna look at you. About... Go ahead. Can we can we still talk about agents? Yeah, let's talk about agents. I, I, I think about it a lot, and sometimes I, I, find, I find, like, uh, people with, like, a high-profile job and, uh-huh. like very intimidating and like especially people with like a lot of money but then do you ever think about how like whenever you're intimidated by someone and (laughs) you're talking so then you just think about how everybody poops everybody yeah i agree actually i don't really think about that actually i don't think about that i think about it all the time you do yeah 
That's a good, it's sort of like imagining someone naked, would you say? It's like that? Yeah, it's like on the same level, but mm -hmm. just like kind of like a more gross, kind of more gross thing. But you're a real Hollywood, you like know stuff. Because I feel like I'm the opposite. People ask me, people will ask me, how did you get this? How'd you do that? And I'm like, sweetheart, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, sweetie, sweetie baby, honey, sweetheart, uh, little cum guzzler, I don't know. Honestly, I just don't know. I sort of just was doing my thing and things happened in a way because I find that stuff to be sort of abhorrent. It was abhorrent, like uh, repulsive. Yeah, abhorrent means like you abhor it. Like you, it's hateful. It's hate, uh, deserving of hatred. Like, oh, it's just like like a nasty. I don't know. I guess I, I get sick of it because I find it to be like kind of, kind of. Uh, what do you say? It's like uh, it's the opposite of being enlightened. It's sort of like disenlightened, mm. if that's even a word. You know what I mean? It's like it's like like a small. It's petty. Uh huh. But I don't think people who are interested in it necessarily are petty. I just find, for me personally, <laughs> I have an issue with it. What do you think about about networking? I think I probably do a lot of it all the time, but I don't think about it as networking. <laughs> what about intentionally networking? Um, I've done that before, really? a bunch. I should do more of it. I think that's probably why my career is suffering. Sometimes I I, th I think about about you and your early days in in this town. Talk about it. I don't know. I I feel like. <laughs> this is Johnny's early days in, in Hollywood. John Pemberton arrived in Hollywood, California, 2005. It was a rainy year and a rainy day when he arrived at Taft Avenue on Hollywood, just off of Hollywood Boulevard behind the 7-Eleven. Was that the first place you lived at? Yeah, on Taft Avenue. Where's that? It's on. It's behind the um, Pier it, 1 on Hollywood Oh, Boulevard. the 7-Eleven, like, kind of like right below Franklin Village. You got it. That's where the audition coach I go to. Is. He's at 7-Eleven? <laughs> right behind you go to it. fucking 7-Eleven to get audition coach? Probably in your old apartment. Oh, maybe. It could be. She's really nice, so I like her. Oh, how did you find her? Through my old manager. Really? Yeah. Wow, your old manager who... Yeah, when I, when I left him... And Talk she... some shit about your old manager. Okay. Uh, no, he said he's going to ruin me. Yeah, that's why I want to talk shit about this fucking blowhard. So he's gonna ruin but you. When I left him, and I, I, the next time I went to the coach, she was like, oh, "I was so shocked you were with him." She was like, "Because all of his clients are just fuck boys." And oh, was, she I, said the word fuck boy. Uh huh. How old is this person? She's like in her thirties. Okay, what is she? She's like an actress, I suppose. Yeah. I have a question. Is it not woke of me to say actress? <laughs> I don't know. What does woke mean? Oh, shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> kind of. No, you're not. I mean, I know people use that word, but like, what's like the official official meaning of it? I mean, the official technical is Webster's. It like, a, uh, like, like up to date and like, uh, uh, like uh, kind of politically correct? Yeah, I'd say that, I mean, technically woke means you're awake. So like when you said like, is it? Is it? What'd you say? Is it? Is it? Is it not woke of me to say actress? Because like, it should just be actor. Right, but I don't get that. What I don't get when that happened and why that happened. Do you get it? When and why that happened? Mm. I I don't know because like an actor, I guess an actor prepares. But isn't it the word actor like just the male version of a performer? Yeah, that's what I thought too. But a lot of times like... it gets used 
I don't know. I guess I'm I'm sick of being aware of things that don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Sick of being woke. I'm sick of being aware of things that do not count. I want to go outside and scream oh, and shout. Oh, Johnny, did yes. you see uh, your favorite, Chloe Moretz's new movie? Oh, I didn't see it, but it is available. Uh, it's one of the few movies available on MoviePass. I know. I went and watched it. <laughs> what do you think about MoviePass right now, huh? It's uh, basically a piece of trash. I know. I'm really sad about it. So, what about Chloe's new movie, though? My friend Chloe. Your your favorite. My favorite. Your favorite, Chloe G. Chloe G M. <laughs> I actually liked it, and uh, actually, yeah, thought you thought I was gonna suck. Well, I never, I never particularly love her stuff, but I actually yeah. thought she was she was okay in it. I think she does a great job. I think she's a good little actor. Mm, I don't think actress. so all the time. Oh, uh, well, I think maybe she can be though. She I guess it's a lot. not a good idea to talk so negatively about people. But we're not talking negatively at all, are we? No, I'm just saying how I feel. How do you feel? <laughs> does the song bring back memories for you? Uh, Tell me if it does. Ready? Does this remind you of high school, Connor? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What reminds you of high school? Um. Uh, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Wow. My cool. sophomore year. Uh, the the song "Thinking About You." Okay, should we play that real quick? Do you know that song? Uh, I don't know it at all, no. I don't know anything. Man, you know this song at all? I don't think so. I think you should get into like this era of music, hardcore. It'd be funny. What era of music is this? This is like 1996 pop grunge, I would call this. The year before I was born. Let's see, this came out in, uh, this is a song, a one-hit song from a band called Space Hog. In the meantime, I think this came out. I think this came out in '96. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it's '95 actually. What I remember is that evidently Mike Orzelak would drive around his brand new Toyota 4Runner and be blasting this after school, after high school. Who's that? He's a kid. Who, uh, went to, Your best friend in school? No, he's just a guy who, I think the first guy I ever bought weed from. Really? I think he went on to become a major drug dealer in Portland because he's a. So this song, this is the song you want me to play. Uh huh. Okay, I've never heard this before. I want to listen to this with open ears. A tornado flew around my room. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, you have? Yeah. I've heard it in memes. What do you think? think? I think it's uh, interesting. Do you like his voice? Yeah, I do. I guess sometimes I um. Well, let's listen to it for a little bit and I'll tell you something. That's good. Damn. That's, that's, that's. Does this make you sad or happy? Neither. Okay. But you're, you have an emotional intelligence that's very high, don't you? I guess if you want to say so, I, say I so. wouldn't say so. Oh, why not? No, I don't uh, like you. I just thought you were cool enough to kick it. Gotta I just like never like to say anything positive about myself. <laughs> why? Because like it's one of those things. Like if you, if you say like, oh, like I'm really good at this, uh -huh. you know, and you think you're good at it, but then other people don't think you are. It's like one of those things. I'd rather say like. Just with anything, like, uh, if someone's like, oh, do you know how to do this, or whatever, I'm just like, uh, maybe I could try, 
And even if I know fully I, I, I can do it, I'd rather I'd rather say like, uh, yeah, I can try. Because I just feel like sometimes people are turned off by the fact of like... By overconfidence and then... Yeah. I guess that's when people, it's the opposite of saying that goes, under, under promise, over deliver. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about people who do the opposite, who are like, oh, I'm fucking badass. Yeah. And I just never like, want to be someone that's like, says they can do all these things and I like can't. Yeah, that's a good way to be. Now about this song, what does what the song make you think about? It makes me just think of my sophomore year of high school uh -huh. so vividly. This like, whole this whole album, and it was. I remember the summer after my freshman year. Right. I feel like I had no friends. Right. But not like just because I like kind of by choice. I feel like I really? kind of I just like stuck to myself a whole lot, and mm -hmm. like. Um, but I just remember this was like in the summer. I was so bored, and I. In my sophomore year, I was planning on coming back to school a new person. <laughs> right? Uh -huh. I was going to play sports this year. Oh, really? I was done with theater. Sports uh -huh. it is. Lacrosse. Oh, wow. Uh, no, actually, I started taking tennis lessons that summer. So, did it, did it happen? Uh, no, I didn't end up playing sports. Okay, so... Um, but I remember on, on Instagram, like, I would look at all the, like, the lacrosse kids... Are they hot? ...at school. Yeah, they're they're okay. They're bros. Yeah, very bros, but but also, like, nice, you know? Yeah, they can and, be nice. Uh, I was like, this is gonna be me. But I saw one of them talk about this album, so I looked it up. Oh, okay. I listened to it, and I liked it. Okay. But I do like Frank Ocean, because I think he is, like, kind of, like, I don't know, a little different. Like, is he openly bisexual? Yeah, he's. I think he's, like, one of the first... One of the first, like, uh, in that community of, yeah. of was rap. black. No. <laughs> not black? Not like, yeah, yeah, he is. That, he's, that is a community he's a part of. He's a black <laughs> person who's in a community Yeah, of, but he's not, like, the first openly gay black person. First openly gay black rapper? Yeah. He's not only a rapper, that, he's more of an R&B singer, would you say? Yeah, but I think a while ago he had this thing with Chris Brown. Like a feud? Where Chris Brown called him a faggot or something. Wow. Chris Brown's that guy's is it okay to say faggot like if you're just repeating someone I mean I think it is it's fine I think uh, what is okay is is to be to be determined by the person who is list you know it's like an individual basis like mm -hmm. the idea of something being oh is this okay <laughs> is it okay if I is it okay if I park here <laughs> it's the same sort of thing I feel like you can park where the fuck you want. If you don't get towed, I guess it was okay. Yeah, I've never gotten a parking ticket since I've been here. Are you fucking kidding me, Connor? Because oh, I'm super Jesus cautious about Christ. parking. Jesus Christ, I wish I had like a bell to ring or like a gift to give you. Yeah. You know, if the LA parking people find that out, they're going to boot your car. They're like, how could he possibly have gotten away from us? How could he? How is it possible? Our scheme has failed. This boy from Kentucky has bested us. For how long now have you been here? For like a year and a half? Almost two years, yeah. Two years, no parking taken in LA. Two years and I'm not a star yet. What's going on? Is anyone hearing Crazy. this out there? Noah, can you hear that? Connor just said, Noah, the show's producer. Noah, an, an excellent man. Um... Noah, can you believe that? This fucker here has never got a this fucker here's never got a parking ticket in two years in Los Angeles. Jesus Christ, Connor, you're weird, man. It's because I always like park 
kind of far away and walk. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've got parking tickets from doing that all the time. I'm the same way. You and I have the same ethos to parking, I think. What's ethos? Um, like, an, I, like the water? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> fucking water at Starbucks. <laughs> you love Starbucks, right? Uh, sometimes. You're a little redneck. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how Starbucks is kind of redneck if you think about it in a way? Because it's so corporate. But like, it's not, not so much. I, I guess I think about Starbucks as being redneck because if you're a redneck, Starbucks is fill in the blank. Uh, Starbucks is like hot, like wealthy. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> I get really like... Starbucks is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I get like... So that's like one of the things I think about a lot is like uh, where I grew up, I was like my family would just go to like corporate chain restaurants yeah. all the time. This is your family. Your family's kind of like a little redneck family, right? Yeah, but like not like... Uh, it's like... I, I feel like it's not like the image of redneck you think of. No. It's like... Not like the... Not the stereotypical image. I think... Most it's, people don't know what a redneck is. Yeah, um, like my mom's family, they're fucking rednecks. Yeah, they're like they're they're trash. Not trash people. They're just like you know, <laughs> they don't have a lot of money. They were just kind of like they're the kind of people who like would. I don't know how to describe it. I don't think she was a true redneck because she was Catholic, mm-hmm. and there's like sort of a little bit of class that goes with that. <laughs> with being Catholic, I think there is. There's a little bit of class that goes with being Catholic in the South. There's just uh, this like meme on on the internet or something or, right. or, or maybe it's not a meme but it's like something like uh, you're the type of person who never left their hometown and thinks Olive Garden is a fancy yeah. restaurant it's that it's and that I kind of thing. like identify like my, my cousins are like right <laughs> <laughs> say it they're just like oh we went to, <laughs> to Olive Garden this weekend say it in like the accent though well my, they don't really have an accent they don't have an accent no my, my cousins are from like not from Kentucky, from uh, from right across the river in southern Indiana. Ooh, that's probably which worse. I'd honestly say is a little bit more. Oh yeah, a little bit more hick than totally than Louisville. Indiana is the hick it capital could, of the world. Yeah, I feel like because Louisville kind of has like an art scene and like there's yeah. like pockets of it that are like. Um, Slint came from that. Who? Slint. Should we play a little Slint right now? Yeah. This is a famous Louisville band. Famous. Do you know Cage the Elephant? I think they're from Kentucky, too. Um, I don't know them. This is their famous EP. I think this has um, been... Um, I think... What's his name? I want to say that... I don't know anything anymore. This is a famous... This is like... This is some sort of... This is dad college rock. This is post-rock. They used to play a move all the time. Like house parties. Really? Yeah. What is what's what kind of music? Like, what would you call this? I call it post rock. I post guess. Rock? Yeah, I think someone would probably disagree with me, but they also probably have a lot of time to do so. Mm-hmm. I think almost anything. If you don't know what something is, and it's by white people in the '90s, just call it post rock. Post rock. Yeah, everything's post rock. Like tortoise is post rock. Mm-hmm. It's just good. It gets good though. Ready? It gets good if you're into this sort of thing. I'm just skipping through now. This is probably the best song. Yeah, well, let's listen to this, okay? Let's just listen to this song by Slant. This is Nosferatu Man, I think. Or is this Don Amon? A man. Yeah. I kind of like 
like how quiet his voice is. Yeah, it's cool. This is from 1991. That's the year my parents got married. Wow. People think of this album as being very important. now I would probably call this IPA rock. <laughs> Why IPA rock? People who love IPAs probably have this. This or this. Like dads. You love IPA? I, I like IPAs alright. I'm kind of I, over them now. I get them a lot just because I'm under the impression that there's more alcohol in them. There is more alcohol typically. Yeah. And you're a little, you want to get, you want to get tweezed up and we get tanked. Tweezed up and what was the second like, word? Uh, tanked. Tank. You want to get lit? You want to get knackered? Yeah. You want to get fucking um, tight? No, I actually feel like I've been trying to drink less. Me too. I'm feeling like kind of sick the next day. I can't believe it. You're only 21, right? Yeah. Do you know how much worse your hangovers are going to get, Connor? Not if I control it. Your hangovers will become to a point where you will lose two days. Two days? I can do that. Do you want. This is pretty rocking, huh? But do you really lose two days? Like, what's the second day like? Second day is just you're still like, why am I so tired? But you're not like physically like sick. No, I I, I almost never get physically sick from a hangover really? ever. Yeah, it's only happened maybe once, and that mm. was because oh god, just thinking about it, it's just terrible. I never thought I'd be a person who felt just thinking about something made me sick. But sometimes I think about the white wine I drank on that Amtrak ride from San Diego to L.A. Was that recently? It's like six months ago. Oh, yeah. I think I think you texted me when you were going. I probably did. God, Connor, I was so And you sick. said, hey, just uh, want to let you know I'm, I'm going out of town. Uh, I'll let you know when I get there. I didn't say that, did yeah, I? You did. And you're like, um, I'll let you know when I arrive safely. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Um, I remember my first hangover, I think I was 15, yeah. and I was at my, my papal's house. Your papal? My, my <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, my, not my grandpa. What's your papa then? My, he's like my, my I guess, my, technically. Your like spirit my, dad? My, my, <laughs> <laughs> my, papa! My step. How do you open this can? Step grandfather. Papa! What, wait, what is a papa? My, my step grandfather. So describe the relationship. A uh, very sweet man. No, the, uh, describe the word like the, how do you know? Oh, he's my mom. He's my mom's stepdad. Your mom's stepdad. Okay. Yeah. So that means your, your mom's mom, your grandma, mm -hmm. got remarried. Three times. Three times. <laughs> wow. I definitely think she was like a, a hick. Hick? <laughs> we used yeah. to go over to her house every weekend, me and my brothers, and we'd, we'd stay the weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember our, our dad would like pick us up from school and, mm -hmm. and take us over. And they lived like 30 minutes away. And one time my dad said, and we called her nanny. Mm -hmm. and my, my dad <laughs> said on the way over, well, nanny's a hick. And we got inside, and my brother said, Nanny, Dad said you're a hick. Oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but it was kind of awkward. I bet. He just got really flustered and laughed a lot. 
Uh, isn't that funny how kids repeat everything like that? Yeah. I used to repeat stuff like you would you would have no idea. I am embarrassed of the per, of the child that I was. Really? Like I, deeply embarrassed. I remember my my oldest brother like when he was like 8 or 9 in the mm-hmm. car and he was like, "Mom, what's your and dad's sex life like?" <laughs> <laughs> Who did you hear that from though? I don't know. What were you going to say about your papa though? Something about drinking when you were oh, 15. Oh, my, my first time I was hungover was like, my brothers would like always have all their friends over. You're the like, youngest? Party over there, yeah. Yeah, the youngest. And, uh, youngest of two. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, I just remember uh, drinking a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, of what? Uh, I, used, I used to like get those... Um, those like seagrams, daiquiri uh, oh, things. Oh God, that's just like. And Mike's hard lemonade. Jesus Christ! Isn't um, it funny how people drink that stuff? Yeah. Like I guess it's if you're a child though, it makes sense to drink that. It's like it's colorful. It's just sweet. It's just chemicals. It's basically just a here's yeah. a bottle of chem. Bottle of chem. Uh huh. Um, so you drank a bunch of that. And then it was like it was a Saturday night, and then like on Sunday, like I'd always. And go back home uh-huh. and this was in high school and like I remember feeling so sick like the entire day and then my mom picked me up at like 4pm and I was like trying to hide that I was really sick Oh God! and for the God. most part I could but I was miserable and I remember getting Taco Bell and what'd you get? puking it all up what'd you get at Taco Bell? I don't remember did you get a cheese maxi melt? no and I, was, I used to always get they have these Beefy little tacos cheese. with just potatoes in them oh those are what are those called? uh Spicy potato sauce. Dude, those are so fucking good. I had one the other day. Like, when I said the other day, I meant like a year and a half ago. (laughs) And I had one of those things. It was so goddamn good. Yeah, there's something about Taco Bell. It was truly great. God, I want to look up right now by, I want to look up Taco Bell's menu. Because you love Taco Bell, right? I do. I want to hear more about your papa, though, because you've told me some cool, interesting stuff about your, that's, about your papa. That's my, that's my grandpa. Okay, your grandpa. Talk about your grandpa. Though. No. Why not? I don't want to. You don't want to? Okay. You don't want to talk about him at all? <laughs> or you just know if you talk about him, it'll lead into a place you don't want to talk about? Um, well, you can talk about him a little bit. What's he like? Uh, I think my grandpa is... Um, <laughs> Very irritating. <laughs> irritating or irritable? Irritable, irritating. Yeah. He like can't hear at all hardly, but he like refuses to get hearing aids mm-hmm. and he always like blames it on young people not enunciating properly. He's and it's been like that for like five like ten years. Jesus. And we would always be like he gets very aggressive about it too. Like, speak up. And <laughs> I'll always say, speak up, you turkey. <laughs> um, and then we'd be like, well, Grandpa, how come everyone in this room can hear what I'm saying but you? And then he would just get really kind of mad. Doesn't that depress you? Don't you have to deal with stuff like that? Yeah, because he just like, I think he's just kind of upset with how his life went. <laughs> yeah. What he lives in the, he lives in the trailer park with uh-huh. my brother. Um, he uh, went to art school. He did. He went to art school oh. for commercial art. Jesus Christ, man! There's nothing. There's nothing. Um, there's no more dream defer that's sadder than you find out someone who wanted to be an artist and is not. Well, and like he 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 always says it's harder and harder for me to hear stuff like this. And he says, you know, Connor, I think you uh, you got a lot of a lot of me in you. You know, yeah. wanting to be an actor and all. He was like, there was a time where I thought I wanted to be an actor, but I guess I just didn't have the connection or the resources to go through with it. 
And he says, well, one time I went down to my local radio station yeah. and asked them if I could, how do I, how do I go about getting a job on the radio? And he said, they set me up with a, what you might call an audition. Uh-huh. And uh, they said I had a very nice voice. And uh, my grandpa talks real slow. And, and you I, sent me some recordings. Yeah, I, I, actually, I actually have one. Oh, you, can you play it? Yeah. If you want to play, I'd love to hear it. We'd, we would love to, we would love to hear it, right, listeners? <laughs> this podcast is going to be uh, it's going to be. <laughs> I always fucking say this, but this is this is a good episode. This is what I like. Uh, should I? This play is what I enjoy. The video of my grandpa showing his um, his little uh, little dick. F- no, his fi- <laughs> his figurine that speaks and yes. he says it's in French. Yes, play that, please. I think you sent that to me. I like it a lot. I send you a lot of stuff. I love grandpa. it. Connor, I really like hearing that from your grandpa. I just feel like you would appreciate it. I don't know where it's Should at. I play a Silver Chair song in the meantime? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you like Silver Chair? I don't know what it is. Oh, it's this band from the 90s that so comes up on my Spotify once in a while and when I hear it, I can't stand oh, how much I, I like it. it. Okay, play it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> Tell me the story of it. Well, my nephew gave it to my mother for Christmas, and she she liked it. She thought it was funny. She well, thought it was cute. What's it do? You just heard what it did. <laughs> it sings a little song, sings it in English, and sings it in French. The second verse is in French. <laughs> But my grandpa, like, I would totally say, like, my grandpa is the, like, definition of, like, trailer park trash. He is? He's, like, yeah, everything about him, like, in his house, he has, like, just a million, like, little chicken figurines. Chicken? Yeah. Chicken? Chickens. So, like, he, like, likes, he, I like chickens. He likes stuff like that. And he has, he has, like, his mom's old dolls all around the house. I also think my grandpa's a lot like Norman Bates. Oh, how's that? Norman Bates is from Psycho, right? Mm-hmm. Who was with his mother. Yeah. Or kept sort of dead. Yeah, my my grandpa's mom lived till she was like 97. Oh, so he lived with her the whole but time. But he's, yeah, and uh, he actually lives in her trailer. Jesus. And, um... <laughs> And he still has, like, all of her old dresses and, like, clothes. And he's like, no, I don't want to get rid of it. It's pretty. <laughs> that is that is very uh, a Norman Bates kind of thing. And my, my brother lives with my grandpa. And he, he they're, like, the most opposite people. And they hate each other so much. But do you think it's sort of a codependence because of that? You know um, what I mean? Like, it's like they almost, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, exist off of the having to... Fight with to each pu- other. Yeah, to push back against someone. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Do you, I always think about when people have that unfulfilled sort of artist dream. Hmm. How long do you think that's been going on in the world? Unfu- on what? Like, do you think it's like? Because obviously, people came from like a prehistoric background. Like we were like living in little huts made of animal skin, and like at some point, we started to become be able to live in a way that you could like. You could be an artist and not also hunt for food. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I because I, I saw that movie Alpha. Yeah, and you told me that on the way over. Like <laughs> <laughs> laughing at because it just felt like you were like trying to act like you were saying it for the first time. But oh, you know what? Well, because it's the podcast. I know. But what were we talking about in the car that I said we should bring up? 
Uh, you don't remember? I don't remember now. We were talking about something. We both liked something, and you were like, I was like, oh, we should save it for the podcast. Um, this is what happens. Is it how your neighbor's constantly buying stuff for their house? Uh, maybe. Not only my neighbors. It's more just like people who live by us. I think they're, they're deaf. Oh, what do you think of Kylie Jenner becoming such a young billionaire almost? I think it's awesome. I think it makes sense. I think it's a very like uh, telling thing of our society that someone who is, I don't know. I think it's interesting. She just turned 21. I think it's I think it's really interesting when people don't like her. Yeah, that's my favorite part about it is like, I, I, I there was a time where I never missed an episode of the Kardashians. Yeah. And Kylie was always the black sheep of the family. And now she's the... And in now, the black sheep. And, and now she's number one. Yeah, but she had all that stuff to go off of. Like, she didn't become that way on her own. She obviously had a yeah. significant yeah. platform of privilege to go I agree, from. but don't you also, like, I get that for sure, but don't you yeah. also think you can come from a very privileged family and do absolutely nothing? Yes, uh, 100%. I think it's even worse. I think you, that's, what, that's why people, like, kill themselves or, like, get mm-hmm. addicted to drugs is because they, you hate yourself and uh, you feel like, I don't know. I think sometimes as much as, like, uh, people who are, like, in a privileged position is kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. Like, it's also, like, you have to think about, like, well, they couldn't choose, like... I don't know. I feel that way, especially with, like, actors and, and, uh, like, uh, I have a friend who, who, like, back home home really wants to be an actor and stuff. And, like... they would talk about certain actors and be like, well, uh, they had it so easy because their dad, their dad is a famous actor and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. and, and like, I agree, like, I'm sure it's so helpful, but it also is, like, yeah. you can't help it if your dad's a famous actor. And like, if, if you really want to be an actor, like, are you not supposed to do it? Because people are going to say, well, your dad handed it to you. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot about that because I always compare myself to other Actors and I'm like, oh wait a second, this person got has been doing this since they were a child, and I have I started when I was like, what, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. So for me, it, I have to remember like, oh wait, like uh, things are fine. I just there's no reason to compare yourself to someone because it's like, I mean, yeah, I suppose. Well, there's that. Like the person has like a head start in a sense because mm-hmm. they grew up around it, so it's very like it's very comfortable to them. Mm-hmm. Like it's very familiar. Same way, I feel like I'm very comfortable in hospitals. Like I, don't, I find them to be like because your dad's a... yeah, and I just grew up in and going to the hospital the fucking fucking time. Like it made sense to me, and it wasn't weird, so I don't get scared of going to the doctor at all or any of that stuff. Any stuff that scares people about medicine doesn't scare me because I just grew up around it. Does Same it scare way because I just grew up around it. <laughs> what? Are you mocking me? <laughs> no, I was just gonna try and copy every word you said. Good luck, bitch. Good luck, bitch. Okay, try okay, now. Okay, try now. I was going to say... I was going to say... That I think... That I think... That... Papa. <laughs> uh, if you did grow up as an actor, I think it's also a lot of pressure to succeed. Like, let's say your dad is Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. Or, like, uh, I think Jack Nicholson has a son who's an actor who's not doing anything. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of famous people's kids are, like, in treatment programs because... Mm. I know one of Michael Douglas's kids is uh, in jail for drug trafficking, and Michael mm. Douglas's brother committed suicide. Yeah, and like so, Kylie Jenner. Yeah, smart girl. It's like that thing where it's hard to probably it's probably hard to be your own person outside of the um, the massive umbrella that your family is. So mm-hmm. there's and, and, advantages and disadvantages to. 
how people always talk about like how like she has no talent and she's just stupid and like is kind of like you know vapid and vain like with Instagram and yeah. just like but also like I think there's something really cool about about that kind of like in a way like especially becoming because I and especially since she just had a baby yeah like teen I guess she was like pregnant when she was like 19 or 20 God. but something about teen pregnancy reminds me so much of like dumb like you know like teen mom kind of yeah, stuff red, like redneck shit again but I think it's so cool that like it, I think it's very on brand <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I also think it probably helps her sell her stuff, too, because, like, she's this person who is, she's a teen mom, and she's selling it to, she's selling it to those people. <laughs> I don't know, there's just something kind of confounding about her to me. Yeah? The only reason I know that word is because of you. This call may be monitored or recorded Kylie? for quality yes. assurance purposes. I'm calling Kylie's lips. Hello, this is Terry Newsom, <laughs> and I want to thank you for calling the 700 Club. We are so happy to <laughs> My receive your call. To watch the 700 Club. If you are calling for prayer, please stay on the line or press pound for our next available representative. Can you call for to join the 700 Club work? or donate to CBN? I'm not sure what to do. Press do you get two. to talk to someone? Or Superbook DVDs, toys, okay, I'm gonna, I'm or... I'm donate. I think donate. Anytime there's money, it's always the fastest route to something. Because that way, it's like... If it's money, they like they take you seriously. Mm. That's, a, that's a little trick, you know. If you want to get talk to someone on something... Thank don't... you for holding. Did you know that you can like receive always press the, the option that when you make that involves giving them money? Uh, right like if you'd like to make a purchase, waiting, press two. If you like and to just like about returns, get press connected three. to that person and then tell them what you're really calling about. Yeah, secret trick from Daddy's Big Red Truck. Do you know what another secret what? trick from? Hello. Thank you for calling the 700 Club. This is Linda. How may I assist you? Hi, my name is Michael Dane, and I live in Asbury Park, New York. I have a question for Stephen. Is he available? My phone can't transfer. I can't. I don't know who Stephen is. Okay. What was your name again? Linda. Linda. My name is Michael Dane. That's D-A-N-Y-N. Um, how are you? Well, I'm good. Um, the screen that you called on says that you're giving money. Could I help you? Yeah, I want to give money. I'm just not sure how much and when and in what name. I'm here with my friend C. Oh. McVick. Uh-huh. Yeah. How are you? What a fucking bitch. Especially from the 700 Club. I asked her, how are you? I didn't say any curse words. I said my name's Michael Dane. That's a very presentable name. <laughs> Michael Dane. Hi, I'm Michael Dane. <laughs> what is this? This is Matthew Sweet. Sick of myself when I fuck a poo. Sticking my dick in asshole glue. It's so brown I can't get it off. All of my doctors scream and scoff. I'm sick of myself. Do you ever like up. um what? Watching movie trailers more than like actual movies? Yeah, well Brit sure does. I do too. So sometimes we'll just Brit will just be like, oh we'll just watch trailers for a fucking hour. Yeah. I do like watching them, but sometimes I'm like, if I see a movie that hasn't, I haven't seen the trailer for it. Like, have you seen the movie Children of Men? No. With, oh my God, you love it. I don't think so. Actually, I, I don't know if you'd like it. It's probably not emotional enough for you, but um, it's a great movie. It's uh, it's like a, 
uh, future, dystopian future. But I saw that movie in the theater with my friend M Dog years ago. I hadn't seen any trailer for it whatsoever. I just went in totally cold, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result, it was like probably one of the top ten um, movie watching experiences I've ever had because I just didn't have any expectations, you know? So I, sometimes I kind of, if I start to like a, a movie in the trailer, I'll stop watching it because I'm like, oh, this is too good. I don't want to know anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I had a friend in high school who loved Taylor Swift. This like, is a great sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was such a big fan. Yeah. She, she wouldn't listen to the singles from the album until oh. it came out because she would always listen to the album in her room in the dark because she wanted the full experience of wow that's like a real music listener Taylor's album she like ran a fan page for Taylor Swift wow. called Taylor Swift News <laughs> on Facebook and I was really impressed because I had 15,000 likes I bet she's rich now from this that. girl's 15 I bet she's fucking rich for that. no she uh she's not what does she do now she uh she wanted pregnant? she wanted to be a, a, a country singer just like T-Swift mm-hmm. she moved to Nashville eventually yeah and then got a vocal nodule, she said. Oh, my God. And now she runs uh, an Instagram for her bass account. I don't think vocal nodules are real. I don't know. I think that's probably one of those things where it's like, oh, I've got, I've got chronic fatigue syndrome. I have <laughs> chronic. I always, what does chronic mean? Just like ongoing? Yeah, like, like nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nonstop tiredness disease. I always say I'm chronically early to stuff. You are actually, but I think it's a good quality you have. Connor. I just can't help it. I get yeah. so. I don't know what it. I, I'm really curious, like about people that are so late to stuff. Like what it really is. I think it's. Uh, I think a lot of it's self sabotage, and or you're just a piece of shit who never learned how to respect people. Because mm-hmm. I think being being like super late is probably one of the most disrespectful things you can do. But do you ever think it's just like they don't know how, they don't know how to like think. With, like, the clock, kind of, like, okay, like, if I have to be there at 10 o'clock, then I, I have to do this by this time. And this could this be. Because my roommate, Daniel, like, is super, super late to everything. Dude, he's got to fix that shit. He, you know what? I'll tell you one thing right now. He, He's never going to make it if he's always late. <laughs> um but like he'll he'll like have to be at work at like ten o'clock and he'll be taking a bath at nine forty six. What a d- I'm I'm late to stuff that's for me. But if it's someone else's thing, like I get fucking I, get, I hate being late. I feel like so I hate it. It's like a thing where I don't know. I think it's like probably because my mom was always late to stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, so I don't was want- mine. Yeah. So my grandpa's super late to everything. Fucking pop. Really? And and when I was 15, I was in summer school for math. Yeah. He was supposed to pick me up one day, and he was two hours late to pick me See, up. See, that's not late. That's a whole other thing. And I called him at, I called him twice, yeah. and he was already kind of irritated. And so I called him, like, the first time, like, 15 minutes after he was supposed to be there. And uh, he, was kind of, he was already in, like, a bad mood. And then Jesus. when it was, like, an hour and a half, I called again to see where he was. And he got, he, I think he just, he got so mad and he hung up the phone on me. Connor? He said, I'll get there when I get there. Do you have any more recordings of your grandpa? Yeah. Do you, um, do you want to take a quick break? And do you want to host the podcast? Or should we take a break together? How do you host the podcast? You just talk, and I could put a song on. No, we just can, we can take a quick okay. break. We're gonna take a quick break here. We'll be right back with uh, more Connor McVicker here on live to tape. But the break will actually won't really happen. It will be some sort of a whatever. Who cares? I'm gonna go to the bathroom. 
How long are your podcasts usually? Three hours. <laughs> Does anyone actually listen that long? No, of course not. No one listens at all. <laughs> mm. Do you listen to the whole thing? Yeah, I usually do. And we're back. My guess is going to came out my nose. <laughs> Was your urine uh, clear? Yeah, it's yellow? always clear. I drink so much goddamn liquids, man. So much IPA. <laughs> Should we start an IPA podcast? with a little Vyvanse mixed in? How did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you did, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh I my didn't, god. I didn't know that you actually put it in your IPA. I think, Connor, you think you know everything. No, yeah. I think you're just pretending all the time not to know things when you actually you do. Let's play this. Um, Let's play one. Would you, would you like to. I can't even talk. Would you like to hear a song? Yeah. What do you want to hear? Um. Not Frank Ocean. Uh, uh, oh! <laughs> no. No, say it, it's okay. It's Honestly. just a song I like a lot right now. Say here. it. Um, Dear Mama. By who? By Tupac. <laughs> You're fucking cool. <laughs> I only, like, uh, started listening to it because... Have you been watching when Sharp Objects? When I was Objects? pregnant in no, jail, I, I thought I was going to have a baby and the baby would never be with me, but I was acquitted a month yeah. and three days before. When I was pregnant in jail, I, when I was pregnant in jail, I thought I was going to have a baby and the baby would never be with me, but I was acquitted a month and three days before. When I was pregnant in jail, I thought I was going to have a baby and the baby would never be with me, but I was acquitted a month and three days before Tupac was born. I was real happy because I had a son. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see You have to wait till it gets to the chorus. I really like this song. This is in Sharp Objects. Mm-hmm. Mama, I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama cast me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. Always was committed. A poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did this. Is good. No way I can do it. Yeah, I do. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Dear Mama. I actually really like uh, in sharp objects when they when they play the song with the scene. It's kind of funny because it's like, have you been watching that show? No, I haven't at all. I actually, I, I really, really love it. But it's like, you know, in the South, I think yeah. like Mississippi or Missouri, and it's like this small town called Wind Gap. Do they get it right? Uh-huh. Do they? Do you feel like they get the tone of the South right? I feel like a lot of places miss the mark, you know? Uh, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I think they do. Guess so. Well, if you don't say, if you think they didn't, you probably say something. Well, it's like this really wealthy family, like right. old money, like a big Victorian house. Right. 
and uh, the mom is Patricia Clarkson. Okay. She's very uptight and cares about appearances so much. Like, if you, like, slouch, yeah. she'd be so embarrassed. Oh. Um, but her, her daughter, who's, like, 15, like, wears, like, dresses like a little doll. Is that Shailene Woodley? No, it's this Australian girl named uh, Eliza Scanlon. Oh, fucking Australians. Get out of our country. Go back. She's really, really good. I like her a lot. Of course she is. They're all fucking great. Uh-huh. All those fucking Australians are so good. Her character on the show is my favorite because she's, like, very sweet to her mom and, like, she does this one image for her mom, but then she goes out on the town and pops pills and, like, uh, it's just, like, she's very manipulative right. and smart, but there's also, like, something else going on. Really? But there's, they play that song, she goes into the kitchen, she, like, turns, she cranks it up real loud on the, the stereo system in the house, and she, her mom's doing dishes, and she goes up behind her mom and, like, hugs her and they sway back and forth. Hmm. And it just, to me, felt like such a weird song for that character, Patricia Clarkson's character, to be, yeah. like, even listening to. Patricia Clarkson, let me think I, if I know who she is. I think I do, but... Patricia Clarkson! Oh, she's great. Dude, she's a fucking... I work with her. Did you know that? I work with her once. On what? That movie um, with Chloe G? No, I didn't work with her. <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore. I get, I'm confused right now. I thought I worked with her with something else, but I think I didn't work with her. I like her. She's, uh, she's stunning. She's absolutely incredible. Do you think so? Yeah, she's incredible. She's like so like real and... God, she's just ridiculous. Um, you know what I think is weird? Can I spoil the show for you? Yeah, I don't give a shit. So, hey listeners... You know what I think is dumb as shit is spoiler alerts. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, idiots. <laughs> spoiler alert! This, this show is, is like... Spoiler! Amy Adams plays this spoiler. journalist. Oh my god, it's a spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, Amy Adams plays what? This journalist, and she lives in Chicago, and she's assigned a case to go investigate these two young girls who are murdered in her hometown of Wind Gap, The guy murdered in Wind Gap, She's like, no, I don't want to go there. I, I left for a reason, and she goes back, and she stays with her mom in this big Victorian house, and, like, her and her mom do not get along, and, like, her mom's extremely cold to her. Isn't this show based on something? A book. Right, but isn't, didn't someone, like, push it forward because they wanted to have something made based upon something else? What was that show called with, uh... You know, oh, Big Little Lies? Yeah, it's, it's the same director. It's okay, same director. Who's but the director? It, it just John Mark Vallet. I don't know how okay. to say his last name. Um, a man. But the Patricia Clarkson will say things to Amy Adams like, and that's why I never loved you. <laughs> really? Yeah. But Did you it, ever see uh, that movie with, um, the, that breakout movie with uh, Bobby Cannavale and, um, what's his name? This small, uh, Peter Dinklage? Mm-mm. It's called... The small. <laughs> I was about to say the, the small man. Small. Uh, it's called The Station Agent. No, I haven't. It's a wonderful little indie movie that came out about 15 years Have ago. Have you uh, seen one of my f- absolute all-time favorite movies? Yeah. Is, uh, it's kind of weird because it came out in two th- like 2009. Yeah. This movie called Perfume. Is that what it's called? Connor. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Connor. Uh, Connor is currently making fun of Johnny because <laughs> Perfume is his favorite movie just about. Connor knows this. I don't think he's even he's ever seen the fucking movie, even though he would love it. Uh, Patricia Clarkson was featured heavily. As it, the, is she? Patricia Clarkson is in the station. No, she's not. Shut up. <laughs> Patricia Clarkson is in the station agent, along with Peter Dinklage and Bobby Cannavale. They uh, all do a great job. 
The only problem with that movie is at one point, Bobby Cannavale is reading The Kid Stays in the Picture, which is a movie that only a person really into movies would read, hmm. which is about the uh, Robert Evans by, uh, by, you know what I'm talking about? Robert Evans, the producer. Um, me and my roommate Flannery yeah. the other night watched uh, this chat roulette no no no, no. <laughs> a BuzzFeed video oh. of John Benet about it. it's really I, I like their videos it's these two guys and they like it's just a well produced good quality and they like go over the facts of the case did you send it to me and yeah and what do they conclude they just like go over the theories of like who people think it is and why yeah. and it, it, they play like music with it and it, it really kind of is creepy um, who do they say? Do they don't say who they think did it or who like? They, they there was to? one point where they're like, and I'm being told uh, by our our legal team that I can't say who I think did it or something. That's good. You know who did it, right? Who? Who do you think? Some random fucking piece of shit. Do you not think it was someone in the family? Definitely not. It's just that story seems. I, I I've been watching a lot of those Buzzfeed Buzz <laughs> really? videos lately. I'm just thinking about like, obviously like, it happened. Yeah, she and it's died. just like I just. I wonder, like, if if I was given the option to like see it like somehow played out, you know, yeah. would I would I watch it or would I be too scared? Watch to? what? Like if 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 almost like that was being like someone was there like filming it like a a well produced movie. Like would I if I was given the option to watch how the events unfolded? Uh-huh. I, I think about like I think I'd be very nervous to like see something. Oh, because it's so dark. It's the darkest. But thing. I'm just I so. Intrigued, like obviously someone was in that house and did it, and yeah. like the only person who knows, I guess, is the person who did it. And, and John, John Bonet, John Bonet, and John Bonet took it to the grave with her. I felt bad for John Bonet. She's a trooper. <laughs> oh my fucking god, Connor! I will never. I'm, that's my favorite thing I think you've ever said. Is calling John John Bonet's a trooper. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're so dark. You are dark. LVT, Lars von Trier, baby. Yeah, you love LVT because he's so fucking dark. Uh, yeah, I, I always say things like, I would do anything for Lars von Trier as long as it didn't involve like hurting, hurting an someone. Animal. Hurting someone or an animal. I guess, I, but I'm thinking about it now, like lately, and I'm like, I guess I have to be like more specific because I'm like, I wouldn't do this for Lars. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do would this. Would you hurt a person before you'd hurt an animal? Uh, like in what way? No, I, I don't think I would ever want to hurt anyone. No, yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. I guess the thing with hurting a person is you can get consent or you just can tell them like, hey, you're about to be hurt right now by me, so you mm. know. But an animal doesn't really know it's going to hurt. I would let Lars hurt me, but not like too extreme. You would? Yeah. What would you let him do? Uh, Like punch me. What would be a good face. song to play to this for you <laughs> yeah. being hurt by Lars von Trier? Dear uh-huh. Mama. <laughs> Man, I feel like black people have it rough. They really do. It's weird to think about that. It's easy to forget. Like, shit, man. There's a, a lot of <laughs> shitty situations. If you're growing up in the city and the fucking, the uh, the projects, oof, that shit's heavy. Yeah, I'm really interested in, like, I read a lot about, it's like, heavy, neighborhoods man. in L.A. And, like, I Fuck. just like to look at them on a map and, like, watch YouTube videos about right. them. Um would you like to please play more Grandpa? Yeah. I, I, I really like hearing it. I can't tell you how much I like it. Do you really? I find any type of recorded audio anthropology to be 
Just stunningly interesting. Um, so this is from the last time I think I was home, and it's yeah. on the front uh, deck of my grandpa's trailer. Okay. And it's my, on, on the deck is me, my brother Austin, and my grandpa and his neighbor across the street, Bill. Got it. Uh, I can't wait to hear Bill. Is either California or Mexico. Oh. That's right on the line. Can you start from the beginning, please? Oh. Yeah. Oh, ain't that part of California? Or is either California or Mexico. That's right on the line, isn't it? Oh. Baja. Baja. I gotta go get me some water. Well, thanks for tightening that bolt for me. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to fall off. <laughs> I had nothing to tighten it with. That bolt wasn't loose. It wasn't loose. It, it was tight. Because I reached down there and seen it loose. I thought the bolt was no. I had to use the socket to tighten it. Um, Is there. everything else tight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get over there. Get me. Well, you did a good job. Get a drink of water. Got that pork chop I want to sit out. It takes forever on defrost. A lot of time I got tired of it, I'll pour hot water on it and make it fall out quicker. <laughs> on your what? Pork chop. Your pork chop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm getting hungry for it, and it's, it's taking forever, and I'll just turn the hot water on and let it sit yeah. on it. Then it makes it uh, Oh, yeah. It'll soften it up real quick. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> talk to y'all later. All right. Have a, good, have a good one. Thank you. You too. Okay. I'll bring that over here sometime. You ever... I don't have yeah. Yeah. bottles and cans. Okay. I don't have what, uh, what flavor. I mean, what brand. Okay. Their name, it's name brand, but I don't know what brand. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I might, I might take it. He ain't drank much. I know next weekend he might. They're having a bachelor party down at Rough Rivers. Their friends get married, so they're having a bachelor party. I know they're drinking. Might want to keep them. But he said, nah. He thinks they go bad. Yeah. That's something might take a long time to go bad, won't you? What, what is it? Beer. Oh. I don't think they got a date used by. I looked at uh. it. You don't want to like let them like sit out in like the heat and warm oh, up, then refrigerate oh, them, and then because then they'll get like real skunky. He's been in the refrigerator since he's had them. Oh, oh yeah. well, they're good. Yeah, they all be all right. All right. Well, I'll talk to y'all later. All right. All right. All right. That's it. What made you want to record that? Um, I just like a slice of life. But do you? How many more of those do you have? Um, I have one of me and my grandpa sitting at his table talking about, like, my mom and his mom. Or maybe just my mom, I think. Do you want to play that? <laughs> it's really long. Well, we, don't, we can always stop it. I just think it's... I don't know. I feel like... Uh, I don't know why that stuff is so interesting to me. I did listen to S-Town, by the way. I did oh, did you like it? it? I did. I liked pretty much just when John was talking. Did it give you, like, a, de- a kind of depressing feeling? Not so much. I, I just, think I was more shocked, honestly. I was just really... I love any type of um, just Southern color stuff. I find it to be like... Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, the way he talks is just the best. The way in S-Town? Yeah, the way John talks. Can you tell a, a difference between like my grandpa's voice and that guy's voice? Yeah. See, I feel like my grandpa's just a weird, a weird duck. A weird duck. A weird duck. A duck like a like, like an amphibious like, bird. Like he, yeah. Like, I kind of feel like he doesn't fit in in his trailer park that much. Well, he's too high class. He thinks he is, but he's not. You know, like mm-hmm. he. Uh, but he he likes to like. I think it's like kind of maybe the art school in him. Like he. I think you're right about that. He likes, but he's he's very much so is kind of like trailer park, you know. But he like mm-hmm. he loves old movies and like. He's it's just weird and like he's very like, um, like, um, 
likes to i don't know he's all, honestly i think my grandpa kind of has a lot of like deep down like feminine traits what would or maybe say? just like very i mean maybe deep down like very like flamboyant traits like flamboyant like he's homosexual definitely <laughs> my grandpa doesn't use the internet so it's okay okay <laughs> uh my grandpa i think is yeah definitely gay yeah um but like he's like in the closet of course yeah um but I remember when it, when I was a kid, like he used to always tell me and my brothers a story about when he was in high school, and he, my grandpa t- tells the same stories over and over and right. over again, like like he's t- t- telling it for the first time, like me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about this teacher he had in school. I can't remember her name, and uh, the the bell rang and class was up, and he was like, "I never liked her too much," and uh, he was like, "I was walking out of class, and and she grabbed me by the." my like forearm uh-huh. and said jimmy uh could you hang back for just a second and he said i ripped my arm away and said get your dirty balls off wow <laughs> i'm just thinking like for like a 16 year old in the 1950s to like say that i think deep down like he's very catty do you think that she was going to like say something to him about what, what do you think she was gonna i don't know i think it was just about? something just probably about like Something minuscule, minuscule. Because oh. I wonder if maybe there was something like when he was a young, if there was like mm-hmm. a, I don't know, something that almost outed him, mm. and maybe, maybe he got in trouble or not trouble, but got ostracized. Because a lot of times, adults are the worst people in terms of people who are like, uh, what do you say? What's the word when you make someone feel like they can't be themselves? Like you're sort mm-hmm. of, a, you know, you're making them feel like they. Like what? Who they are is bad, as opposed mm. to just being who they are. Yeah. Like adults, a lot of times are like sort of the the gatekeepers of stuff. When you re- when you get older, you realize, oh, that person is just deeply unhappy, and they're taking it out on uh, someone who maybe isn't unhappy. Mm. It's like that misery loves company shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel that. Like when I'm frustrated, I want everyone to feel frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's also that thing why people in LA are so can be so bitter. Because it's so hard. It's so hard. And if you're not f- feeling fulfilled with your life here and you're working and you take it out on people who are successful because it's like a jealousy thing. So you're like, I mean, David Cross talks about in his album from, oh God, like 16, the album Shut Up You Fucking Baby. It's so good. I, it becomes more and more prescient the older I get in terms of the stuff he talks about. It's so silly, but Ariana Grande's album just came out uh-huh. and I gave it a listen. Right. And there's a song on it called Successful. Right. What's it about? And it says, it's so fun to be so young and beautiful and successful. Jesus Christ. What a... What a I, st- I mean, I know. I know it's kind of like in your face, you know, but I also think it's uh, just like Kylie, you know, kind of cool. I also, I also think that's probably not true at all. That it's so fun. Yeah. I think it's probably uh, someone like her who started so young. She's always been... Her life is someone else's... They're making money off it, so yeah. then she has to, she has to keep her shit together, and uh, it's like a thing where you have to. I mean, I think what's his name talked about this a while ago. Uh, one one thing I think is really cool about about uh, I know you don't like pop stars that much, but uh, I don't actually dislike pop stars. Uh, about Ariana Grande is you know like I think she has this like really big scar on her leg. She does. Scars are red. <laughs> Do you have a big scar? Kylie has a big scar on her Where? leg. A big scar. From what? I don't know. But I think it's rad. What is this called? This is What is Success by Alan Toussaint. But this is a shit recording of it. Huh. 
This is a bad recording of it. This is like fucking like a re-recording. I bet he lost the rights to this shit. He probably got stole. He's dead now, though. How do you lose the rights to something? Because some snake producer fucking gets you to sign something. Snake. Some fucking snake producer. Do you have any scars, Connor? Uh... I don't think so. You ever thought of uh, cutting yourself to to get a scar? So you have. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just me being dramatic. But what do you I mean? Thought about it? Like, did, you, did you do it? A couple of months ago, or no, like last month, when I was so frustrated with, I don't know, back to like feeling frustrated and wanting other people to feel frustrated, and I feel like I yeah. play this game a lot with with my managers. Like I like to say things that are ridiculous just to like to bait them. To like, yeah, to like, I don't know, you know, like I'll tell them I'm moving home by the end of the year mm-hmm. and giving up. I just, I like I like acting, but I don't like feeling this way. I and, do that too sometimes. I think it's like a thing you can't help, but kind of mm-hmm. like it's basically fishing for a compliment in a sense. But it's yeah, I kind of just like also want someone to tell me no. But yeah, no, but there's that's a, what I mean. You're, a thought where I was like so frustrated that I wanted to like cut myself like somewhere noticeable to prevent me from like getting any roles wow connor that's dark it just kind of i don't know what it is but i it's something about like yeah it's not what i want like i know i want to i want to work in movies and stuff and i don't want to have like scars i don't think the scars would prevent you from working at all yeah I, i know but i'm just like getting at like Doing something that you don't really want, but like having a feeling that you do want to do it. Like when I was in elementary school, I used to mm-hmm. run cross country and I was really, really shy. And my mom, um, one time she knew that I hated this. Like hated when, what? when she would like cheer on the sidelines oh, and, right. and say my name and be like, Oh, go Connor, go Connor. I would yeah. get so embarrassed and so upset. And, uh, I, uh, she was doing that and I was almost at the end of the race. Right. And I was so mad and frustrated that I stopped right there and wow. just stared at her and she was like what are you what are you doing what are you doing holy but shit it was more like it was more to hurt yourself satisfying to like make someone else mad oh, isn't that weird the things we do that are so mean finish the race even God. though i wanted to finish the race shit's fucked up yeah humans are fucking weird i know so it's like not that i actually want to quit being an actor but like i, I don't know it's like you're kind of like trying to farm for some intensity. <laughs> what's, what's farm for some intensity? Like you're trying to like build something like a, you want an experience that's intense and like engaging as opposed to just sort of like uh, wishy-washy, oh, yeah. take it or leave it kind of thing. You want like a, like a, you have to do this! <laughs> Get on the chopper! That kind of shit. Um, yeah, when I was in high school with that teacher and, and when they finally, the counselors called my dad. Yeah. And, and they kind of just Wait, like, so what counselors? What? I got sent down to like the special counselors at school. Okay. And they just kind of briefly. Because of that incident? Yeah. Well, just years of it, you know. Years like, of like you being like this sort of crazy emotional. Like obsessed with, yeah. And like, right, the teacher thing. So they yeah. just kind of briefly explained it to my dad. And like when he picked me up from school that day, he was just like, I, I, Connor, you can't be dramatic like this all the time. You know, this isn't theater class. Mm-hmm. And that's like all he said. But uh, yeah, I think it's like a a, a pattern with me is like always being because now my managers will be like are you are you moody today how are you feeling yeah it must be hard to be a talent manager because actors and comedians especially are fucking insane Uh uh-huh do you think that you like actively you really you're kind of crazy right like yeah definitely i uh definitely up and down all the time but is it is it get easier because you know if you know that's the case if like it's like 
if you know something is going to be difficult, it doesn't make it as difficult. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, I know I'm I'm uh, kind of a crazy person. So, like, I think if you're like a talent manager, you have to realize that anything someone says to you is has to be taken with a little bit of a grain of salt, or it has mm-hmm. to be taken in the consideration that you're dealing with a person who is both fragile and explosive. <laughs> yeah. Like when I tried to call them one time last week yeah. and their assistant said, oh, I can't get them right now, but I'll have them return the call. And as soon as I said, oh, I said, okay, thank you. And as soon as I hung up, I was like, okay, I'm not talking to him today because I, yeah. I wanted them to answer the first time. So they called back and I didn't answer But I really had something to say. But I was like, I guess I'll just have to wait till tomorrow. And then the next day I called and the same thing happened, but they called back really quick this time. And I said, not today. <laughs> but what, then a, I, what a crazy bullshit but, game to play. But huh? then I finally called back and I told them what I was doing the whole time. Jesus, what did they say to that? They just laughed and they said, ah, oh, Connor, we can't play your games. Connor, what's a country song? Then we'll end the episode. Huh? Tell me a country song you like. Um, Doesn't matter what it is. Is there a song? What's the song? I, I know it was just in a movie recently, but but hurt by is it Johnny? Johnny it's by Johnny Cash. It is. I don't think it was in a movie. I think it was Alex Jones saying he liked it. Who? Alex Jones? No, no, no. It was, in a, it was featured in like a movie recently. Oh, I don't want to play that in the podcast. Um, it's too obvious. It's like it's a Nine Inch Nails cover. That's not a real country song. That's yeah. a Rick Rubin produced thing. It's not country. Um, I used to listen to country music a lot more with my brothers. I know, brothers, that's why I'm asking. But now I don't do it anymore, so. You don't listen to it with who? With my brothers. Like, oh. But you used to. What was something you used to listen to them with? I'm trying to think. There's a time where I did that. But, like, it's just some of it's probably not good country music, you know? Just no, I don't care if it's good. I'm asking for a shit country. That's okay, what what's I want. the song? It, it always says, Don't Ask Her on a Straight Tequila Night. Dude, I don't fucking know. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm not a little redneck like you. <laughs> don't I, Ask Her on a Straight Tequila. Okay, here we go. So that comes up immediately. That is by John Anderson. Straight. It's called Straight Tequila Night. Here we go. I actually really like this song. Jesus Christ, this is this is redneck shit, man. <laughs> Let's pause it real one second. Connor, thanks for being here. We should start a new podcast. It's just us. That'd be more fun. Okay, <laughs> this is Straight Tequila Night by John Anderson. <laughs> what do you think of it so far? I think it reminds me of... Um, if you really want to know Like drunk driving She comes here a lot She just loves to hear the music and dance <laughs> K-13 My, my oldest brother Was very adamant about country music in high school And he would always be like uh, Country music tells a story I guess it does sometimes It does most of the time this is weird. I like it. I don't know. I like it sort of. It's not something I would seek out. I guess I only like this guy's voice. Oh, um, 
Okay, it's probably dumb, but another one I used to listen to a lot. I don't it's okay. Remember. It's okay. Connor. Don't remember, but it goes. Uh, I just had deja vu. I just had deja vu. It was like a like, glimmer. Mm. It was like me, like being Connor. It's fine. Connor, it's fine. Connor, it's okay. Um, South Africa. I think Action it's point. a song by Tim McGraw. Okay, go for it. Uh, it is it? What what pops up? My little girl. Don't take the girl. Taylor. Don't Sh- take the girl. <laughs> we might have played this in the last time we did the podcast, but we'll see. Did I? I don't know. We'll see. Are you always asking for country music recommendations? You know, I think we heard this one time. Remember, when we were sitting in the Bobo in South Africa on set, as we did for many hundreds of hours. Uh-huh. Was taking him fishing. He was eight years old. He was eight years old. A little girl came through the front gate. Holding a fishing pole. This is like, almost like a nightmare in a little cool way. His dad looked down and smiled. Said we can't leave her behind. What the fuck? <laughs> Son, I know you don't want her to go. But someday you'll change your mind. And Johnny said, Take, take Jimmy Johnson. Take Tommy Thompson. What the fuck is this about? Take is this about like, uh, is this an anti-abortion song? What is this? No, it, it chronicles like from him from childhood, like kids that died. No, this girl like wanted to go fishing with him, and she's like, "Ew, no, not a girl." And he's like, "Come on, Dad, take any of my friends, but her." Oh. And he says, "Please don't take the girl." And then it moves on next to when he's like, uh, he asked her out in high school, like on a date. So it's a, about having puberty. And it's like a guy comes into like a movie theater with a gun and he says, please take my wallet, take my keys, but please don't take the girl. Are you serious? Yeah. Connor. This predicted the, the, new, the shooting in Colorado. Front of the picture show. Stranger came and there's something about this music that makes me feel uncomfortable. Really? But I kind of like it. It's like the same way I feel about Christian stuff. Where I... Johnny! Take my money, take my wallet, take my credit cards. That's probably in this fucking wallet, dumbass. Here's a my grandpa gave me. Here's the key to my car, Mr. Oh, uh, one that I really like. Wait, wait a second. Wait. Don't take the girl. And then it gets to the point about like his mom dying or something. Jesus Christ. Like, Please don't. What's the one you really like? Uh, we're gonna finish this because we'll be here forever. Pablo or something? Uh, uh, Pablo Cruz? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Poncho and Lefty. Oh, that's the, that's the good stuff, though. I like that one a lot. Poncho and Lefty is a. That's like such a. That's too big of a song, Connor. That's uh, like playing fucking. That's like one of the most popular country songs in the history of time. Oh, I really like it. Poncho and Lefty is what even people who don't feel like country still like it. Okay, I'm going to play one of my favorite songs real quick, okay? Okay. And then we're going to finish this podcast. This is one of my favorite songs ever in the country genre. Ready? Yes. 
What's it called? It's called Ain't Live. It's called Ain't Live Long Like This. I went to Texas with a big old butt. I took a trip and then I found this. This is Waylon Jennings, baby. 1980. She's cool, right? Yeah, this song reminds me of sort of like something that I shouldn't talk about. Do you call this like. Is there an outlaw country? Is that. My brother just always like referred to it as like. Yeah, Waylon's outlaw country. And like, uh. Who else is? Uh, Waylon, uh, Chris Christopherson, uh, Merle Haggard, Johnny Paycheck is my big one. loved Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard is outstanding. Okay, Connor, what else? Do you want to say something before we finish here? Uh, I want to play some instrumental music real quick. Um, I want to play some, how about some, how about some uh, Russian hard bass real quick to finish it? Yeah. Okay, this is, let's finish it real quick, okay. Connor, what do you want to say? Leave us with. Uh, thanks for having me, Johnny. Thanks for being here, Connor McVicker. Check him out. Buy the Vice Principals DVDs. And no, it's more to come. <gasps> yes. finish it off. Yeah! Play your grandpa talking over this. You playing it? He's gonna be okay, he's fine. The policeman just walked away. And I turned around and my nephew, George, Big George was there. And he just looked at me and he's had a lot of experience hunting animals and stuff. Yeah. He knew that my dad was dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. He didn't say anything, he just had tears in his eyes. And the next people that came in with a gurney were from EMS. <laughs> I feel like that's so terrible of me. I like it. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>